You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to Kim Daily TV. My name is Kim Daly and I am your host. And our special guest today is a very brave franchisee. His name is Alan Owens. You're going to find out why he's so brave in just a minute. Alan, welcome to the studio of Kim Daily TV. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. I've been looking forward to this conversation since we got to know each other a little bit. So to my listeners out there, you know, in the moment we're in, in the fall of 2022, there's a lot of talk about, are we in a recession? Are we going into a recession? It's on a lot of candidates' minds. Is now the right time to invest in a business? So you know that here on Kim Daily TV, the whole purpose of my channel is to spread the good news in franchising to help people see opportunity where other people see obstacle. So I reached out to some of my older franchisors who've been around since the last recession of 2008 and said, Send me some of your people who were the brave souls who dared to take a chance and start a business in a recession. I want to interview them. And that is why Alan is with us today. As you can see from his background, he is a franchisee of Paul Davis Restoration. And Alan, where I would like you to start this awesome conversation is take us back to what you were doing in 2008, 2009, when you got the idea that you needed diversification and investment, and, and then why you chose Paul Davis. Sure, thanks. So I was a general contractor, even though that business is held true within the framework of Paul Davis Restoration, I was a true general contractor, new builds, home improvements, general remodeling, and I was a Lone Ranger. So it was the multiple bid process, maybe uh, obtain 10, 15, 20% of your bids, uh, and they would convert into work. So in 07, 08, I started to look for a change, something more sustainable, something that uh, provided more support from uh, business development, marketing. Uh, of course, Paul Davis uh, had wonderful, tremendous brand awareness. Uh, so I came across Paul Davis Restoration, and I thought with a business background and a construction background, I could marry the two, and this was a good fit. So I started vetting Paul Davis in mid to late 08, and we started acquisition, and then we opened in 09, and since then we haven't looked back. So you were already a business owner, different from somebody listening to this who's thinking, yeah, but he already was a business owner, and I know nothing about owning a business. What advice do you offer to somebody who's in the position right now with the dream, I want to own my future, but I'm worried that now is not the right time to begin? Well, if someone has that entrepreneurial drive and they want to be self-employed, a franchise makes a lot of sense. 
especially the, the better franchises. Of course, you have to do your own due diligence, find something that you're passionate about, find an organization that has been around a while, an organization that's already well run, again, like Paul Davis, and they, they bring a lot of resources to bear that you otherwise have to either figure out and or go out into the market and get on your own. So people like Barry Floyd are down at corporate that the CFO and Brad Cowan and Jana Snyder and Jacqueline Fairfax. I mean, the list can go on and on. Heather Bradley, Patrick Matthew. These are the amazing people at Paul Davis. Yeah, Sorry I, to interrupt you. I, I can just pick the phone up and, and if I have a question about any topic, whether it's HR, tech, marketing, advertising, and the list goes on and on. I have resources uh, as part of my franchise agreement. And um, otherwise, I'd have to have those folks in my office and, and pay everything that goes along with that employee. Yeah, so this idea that you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And that's part of that conversation too. Like when you're thinking about starting a business and you're looking into franchising, it's hard for people who are coming to the idea of a franchise to really grasp that the franchisor really does care about me, right? There's a lot of myths and misconceptions about franchisors and they're just there to take your money and they don't really care if you're successful. And in my world for 20 years, that is not my reality. I work with amazing franchisors right. like Paul Davis that aren't just there to sell you a franchise. They're, they're there to find people who have the dream to build a business, who wanna take their brand back to their hometown, follow their leadership and mentorship and help to bring that brand to bigger brand awareness. Right? Relationship is symbi symbiotic. If they if we're not successful, they're not successful, and vice versa. So, their best interest is my best interest, and so on. It, right. it was it was a perfect fit for me in in '08 and '09. Okay, so so it sounded like from your setup, you were looking more for scale. Were you also looking for diversification because at that moment the real estate market was a little bit funky, or no? Well, great questions, and I, the answer would be a little bit of that, but more than anything, it would be sustainability. In our space, we take care of fires, folks, or rather uh, buildings and or people that have, that have been affected by a fire, a flood, a natural disaster, and so on. So thankfully, that business is never going to go away. There's always a need in our community to help. And uh, through PDRI, that's our corporate office, they've structured some relationships with the largest carriers on the continent. Insurance carriers, right? That, yes, thank you for clarification. So we work with the largest insurance companies on the continent who need a, a, a mitigation and construction arm to take care of their policyholders. Well, our corporate office, they've navigated that, that, that contractual relationship and worked all of that out in the background to a certain extent. So uh, frankly, our phone rings every day as a result of their hard work. So this work isn't going to go away. We enjoy it. Our almost 50 employees live and work in this in this community, and uh, they really they really value the work that they do day in and day out. Hey, Daily Coach fans! If this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv.
So let's go back to your goal. So since 2009, when you began, you started growing this business. He didn't start with 50 people, guys, by the way, <laughs> right? He's grown into that. So you pretty ha you probably have a pretty sizable business, Alan. Share a little bit about the growth over the, the last decade and, um, and even kind of what you're looking forward to moving forward. Well, growth has been steady, fortunately. If, if again, for those that are already that already own and run their own independent business, hopefully they're bringing good financial applications and understanding to, to the equation. Uh, they understand people management. They understand the business development and the marketing aspect. That's just amplified that much more when you bring the it's called out here business in a box in, into play. Um, so the last 10 years, last decade, we've seen extraordinary growth. Uh, now I'm a little partial because I looked at other franchises in this space. Uh, I don't know if I should mention their names, but everyone knows uh, the, the major competitors. And I landed on Paul Davis because it had the best legacy. Paul Davis had been around a very, has been around a very long time, nearly 60 years. Our founder, God rest his soul, just passed away a few years ago, and he, he maintained some connection to the business. And every leadership team following Mr. Davis, they, they've maintained and retained his values. Uh, so uh, uh, to answer your question directly, the last decade has been phenomenal for us and we expect the next 10 years to be even better. Are you building something that you hope to pass on to a family member or an employee? I'd love to pass it on to one of my two children, but Joel, our oldest, is a, a tech guy, went to, went to uh, RIT, and Sarah's going to be a, a doctor. So I'm probably going to look for an internal transition. My, my uh, plan is to sell to one of my employees who's been around the longest. So I have somebody in mind. So you dared to, you know, take a chance on a franchise, get in, and you spent 10 years, and maybe by the time you do that, it'll be 15 or 20 years before you're ready to, but because you dared to build something, You've created jobs for people and groomed them to now where you have the thought to potentially set somebody else up for their own legacy, right? That's, That's awesome. Our job. That's our job as the leader of any organization is to better those around us. You started out as a contractor and you end up as a legacy like builder for somebody else. Like, Put it you know, that way, it sounds great. It's amazing. Well, that, that I'm not putting it that way. It is that way. Like, here's another question. You were a contractor and Paul Davis has that, you know, construction piece to the business. How important do you think that your background was to your success? Like, you know, in franchising, a lot of times, Alan, I'm telling people, look, we don't need you to come with experience. I need you to come as a business owner, as you said so eloquently, with management skills and operational skills and the ability to look at the financials. The franchisor can teach you the industry. They can train you and your employees on like how to do the job, right? But in this particular business, like how true do you think that is? Do you think that's aided in your massive success or was it, is it not essential? Well, listen, you, you really don't want to buy a business. You're buying an investment, right? So what, when, you, when you make that investment into a Paul Davis, as an example, you bring the business acumen to the table, then you also will know to go hire the experts in the respective role or position you need within the organization. 
So if you understand financials, you understand service-based businesses conceptually as the visionary, 30,000 foot view if we're talking about EOS, uh, go out and hire that construction expert, maybe hire a controller. You know, you can outsource accounting these days and or HR and the list goes on again. Um, you don't need to know everything there is to know about all of the corners of a Paul Davis business. You just need to be a good businessman or woman. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's a big myth out there that if I don't know something about it or people also feel like I'm going to be at the mercy of my employees if I don't know how to pitch in and do the job. And I'm always like, but you're just like you said, you're not trying to go from, let's say you're leaving corporate America and investing in a business. You don't want to trade your time for money you know, from the job to the business, you haven't really gained anything by doing that, right? So it's if you're not comfortable in your leadership, there's some growth there that you should embrace so that you can be leveraged because that's how that scale gets created. You don't build a multi-million dollar business because you are turning the wrenches, right? That's correct. We have a very eclectic group of owners. Some folks are on Wall Street, some are dentists, I, I think. Uh, some own sub shops, uh, and they did not come to Paul Davis Restoration being experts in mitigation, mold, or construction, right? But th but they're good businessmen and women, and we have the metrics internally. We all share as a franchise uh, with one another, and we share those metrics. We discuss KPIs, and then if you're leading your you're leading your team day in and day out, you just manage the data. And, and I hate to oversimplify it, but that's what an investment should look like. Inside your franchise, I'm super curious. So all you big like alpha guys. So you have full disclosure of everybody's numbers then? Does that like drive you to get out of bed and go like be, you know, to be the number one guy? <laughs> sure, sure. It's friendly competition. And, and I'll say this, I don't know how other organizations work. Yes, we all want to be the best or number right. one maybe in our district or the region, but we all support one another. Of course. And, and that's the way it is in my franchise as well. We all, everybody wants to be the top dog, right? But at the end of the day, when I've learned something that I can share with you know, number two or number three or whoever in the company, uh, because we're all shareholders in the same brand. I'm, I'm happy to share what I've learned. It's, it's not a cutthroat competition. It's more just like a rising tides raise all ships. So let's, let's make each other better and, and build our whole business to be better. Right. Well, I noticed you said share with number two, number three. So the implication is you're number one. <laughs> In my own head, Alan. <laughs> you can talk to Jacqueline about that. <laughs> oh, it's great. Great little catch right there. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Let's get back to the the reason I invited you to the studio, really. I mean, you are amazing. But is sure. for this conversation of investing in a recession. So what are what are some of the top tips? You're a business guy now, you've owned businesses for many years, and I know you own multiple businesses in addition to Paul Davis. So what advice do you give? Like literally, boots on the street, what advice do you give to somebody who's thinking, is now the right time? Well, I'm, I'm not certainly uh, authoritative by any means, and there's people like Collins and Lencioni that have written 
phenomenal books that I recommend everybody reading on uh, how to start a business, how to run a better business, good to great, and et cetera. But find something, and, and this is cliche, but you, you have to find something that you're passionate about. Uh, if, if you really enjoy what you do day in and day out, it's, it's not like work. I hate, I hate to really boil it down to that. But before you take the leap, make sure you have resources, common sense, make sure you have capital, make sure you have a good team in place, make sure you have a good business plan, banking relationships, legal uh, relationships, and the list goes on and on. Don't just take the leap of faith without doing your due diligence, prepare. But in terms of the world of Paul Davis, this was a great fit for me because I still had the luxury and the flexibility to be entrepreneurial but as I mentioned before, I had all of those resources behind me. And as I was learning the industry, while I understood a PL and a balance sheet, while I was learning the industry, I had that support behind me. So it gave me a little more time to get my legs underneath of me. And I think I was, uh, frankly, more successful faster or more quickly than otherwise just going out and hanging a shingle on the side of a building and saying, Alan's wares. Uh, it would have taken me longer. <laughs> When you say find something you're passionate about, are you connecting passion to like Kim loves to work out, I've got to own the gym, or is it more about building a business and the role that I play as an owner in that business that gets me out of bed every day and that makes me passionate? Well, I think again that might be may, I don't want to get too philosophical, but that that may be the answer may be both. Uh, but you have to solve a need, right? So you go into the marketplace and find the void and solve that void and do it better. And then if there's two or three competitors, do it better than a competition. If your local town doesn't have a gym, then maybe that is the answer. But if there's seven gyms and you're going up against Planet Fitness for three bucks a month, and, and, and I say that jokingly, you may want to look at another business model. Uh, <laughs> So definitely enjoy what you're doing day in and day out. If you can solve a problem in a marketplace, we solve problems. You know, it's one of our, our largest advantages to other companies that have to go out and hire, let's call them sales people or business development people. We, we don't have the same challenges that other people when they're vying for the same candidate. We're not selling widgets. So we don't go to someone's home or office and say, before I leave here, you have to sign and buy from me. We're just introducing the family of Paul Davis and saying, here are our capabilities. Here are the problems we can solve for you because it's not if, but when something happens. Here's our card, here's our information. We'd love to touch base once in a while uh, and be a support to you. Please call us down the road. Uh, so A, I, I really like that part of this business. And, and as I said earlier, B, it, it enables us to go out and really get some good talent because if you're building those relationships, and it's a it's a long play, so you really have to want to do this work. So we find some great talent as a result. And those relationships are B two B. You're talking about the relationship with the insurance provider who would refer that end homeowner to you. Well, again, it, it, it's a complicated business, and so we're not going to get into the Paul Davis business model today at large. But yes, that is part of it. We have relationships directly with the insurance carrier, but we go to the local property manager or the local building engineer and. Uh, a commercial strip mall owner, and we let them know who we are, what we're about, and we say, look, we're not beating you up today to, you know, to buy a coffee mug. We're just giving you some information, and uh, God forbid a sprinkler system erupts or the roof blows off in a storm, give us a call. We're here to help. So, guys, 
to the, to answer the question, should you invest in a franchise in a recession? This guy did it. He's still living to talk about it. There's a lot of other franchisees out there who dared to take that plunge, who dared to jump off that cliff in the recession of 2008, and they're still here to talk about it today. Stay tuned for my next episode where I will be talking to another such franchisee. Alan, thank you so much for being my special guest here today on Kim Daily TV. It was my privilege. Thank you. Until next time, my name is Kim Daly, and I want to be your daily coach. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.